Hello ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the second installment of Autoflower 101, taught by the one and only at Firebutts 101, and hosted by yours truly, Jesse B of The Autoflower Show, brought to you in part by Dino Myco and TMB Naturals. I would first like to send a huge shout out to the sponsors that have made this class possible, at Dino Myco, at TMB underscore naturals, at Future Harvest Development, at Trimbag, at Honor Cannabis, at Firebuds Genetics, at FGI underscore lighting, and at Microbial Mass. And that's microbial with two eyes, everybody. And a special thanks goes to at Miss Firebuds for organizing the wheel of names for the weekly giveaways. Secondly, I would like to thank you, the audience. Each and every one of you make organizing, teaching, and hosting this class worth every second. If you like the class and the rest of my content, or you're simply interested in using some of the same products that I do, I invite you to support the show via Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash The Autoflower Show. There's two options for subscription. The first is a support tier. At $5 a month, you can help keep the show and its content flowing. The second tier is $20 a month, but it comes with perks and bonus content, as well as annual incentives from TMB Naturals, Microbial Mass, and Firebuds Genetics. Again, that's patreon.com forward slash The Autoflower Show. Now, without further ado, let's get settled into our seats because class is about to commence. How's everybody doing? First and foremost, we will get, uh, we're gonna have Gorilla Grow in here today. <clears throat> but we're gonna get Firebuds up on screen first. What is good? Oh. What's up, man? Your chin. <laughs> Your beautiful chin. So good. <laughs> How are you today? Doing good. How you doing, man? Dude, super stoked. We're about to get Gorilla Grow in here. They've sent us the invite. We're gonna crack it off right away with them. Sweet. Boom. Do it. Send requests. I might have had to send the request back to y'all, Gorilla. Stephanie. <clears throat> Here she is. Hello, guys. How are you? How's it going? Doing, doing well. How are you guys doing? Doing great today. Awesome. Really awesome. Yeah. Okay, so first and foremost, do you want to tell everybody who you are? Of course, let me quickly introduce myself to everybody. My name is Stephanie and I am the social media manager and community manager for Gorilla Grow Tents. Awesome, so that means that now, uh, you're, sorry, you're recent, to, you're new to the role, correct? Correct, so I just joined the company, I wanna say the middle of, or middle of summertime, like right around the 4th of July. <laughs> Remember That's I got awesome. hired right after the 4th of July, so it's been a couple of months now. Awesome. So lately, if uh, if anybody out in the audience has been dealing with Gorilla on Instagram, they've been talking to you. You've been talking to me. Yeah, I'm the Heck one behind rice. the DMs. Yeah, I'm the one behind the DMs, behind the stories, behind the messages. So if you've ever DM'd us or talked to me or talked to Gorilla in the past couple of months, you're most likely talking to me. That's fantastic. Now, I know Firebuds, just to quickly bring you into the conversation, you've been using a Gorilla Grow tent for a while now, haven't you? Yeah, I was uh, sponsored by Gorilla Grow Tent and, um, you know, part of the affiliate program for about a year now. But, like, 
or over a year, but it was like when COVID hit, um, I don't know, a lot of things like, you know, I wasn't getting a lot of um, a response back because, you know, of COVID and stuff like that. So I'm really looking forward to working with you um, here in the future. Yeah, no, it definitely COVID was a challenge for, I think, everybody, including us. So we're super excited to be back on track, back working with people. And yeah, excited to be a part of this with you, too. 100%. I think that it's really exciting to, to, to see the growth and to see the change. It's definitely apparent. I mean, I've noticed Gorilla, or since you've come on board, it's been very easy to get in contact and, and, and whatnot. So hopefully things will change. Yeah, I mean, I try to make it make it so I'm responding to everybody's DMs, seeing everybody's comments, good or bad, too, because I think there's good and the bad. So just taking what I see and bringing it to our development team has just been really important these last few months since getting back on track and everything. But so far, the position has been amazing, and I can't get over how nice and supportive the Grow community is because this is new to me. I'm a total newbie grower so everybody has just been really nice and really welcoming too so i can't can't tell you how <laughs> amazing this community is and how amazing everybody is and how nice they are yeah i mean i can attest to that too being relatively new to the scene you know the autoflower show has been around for just about just less than a year or two years now and it was overwhelming the response that I've received as far as how kind everybody has been to uh, to me as a newbie. So uh, yeah, I totally agree. Yeah, and um, I think just in this in this game that everybody should be here to support one another. Like that's and that's what I I've, I've found so far. Like everybody has been so supportive, and I don't know if you do find that in a ton of communities. So it's really great to not only be a part of it but to see it on a daily basis, especially on the social media and the social side of things. Everybody's 100%. so supportive of everyone in their grow. Now, um, moving on to everybody's grow, do you want to tell us what separates Gorilla from the rest of the tents out there? Of from course, the of course, of course. So I don't know how many of y'all are familiar with Gorilla or if you are growing in Gorilla or if you've never heard of us before and this is the first time you've heard of Gorilla Grow Tent. Our tents were basically designed by three growers for growers so those growers were basically really frustrated with the current situation of indoor hydroponics and soil grow tents um, they basically came together and collaborated and tried to revolutionize the future of indoor grow rooms and grow tents um, and their goal was simple they wanted the thickest strongest and most durable indoor grow tent and that's what they strive for and that's what they continue to strive for this very second so um, I think when it comes down to our tents, as we stand by our motto, our tents are the tallest, they are the thickest, and they are the strongest. And um, I can attest to that. Um, I think that we stand aside or we stand apart from uh, other grow tents because of those three factors. Our tents are the tallest. You can maximize your grow space with all of our tents and we do offer extension kits too so if you are thinking you're a little tight on space and you need a up a few inches in your grow space we've got you we have our extension kits so right then and there our tents are the tallest and i 
we have one set up <laughs> next to my desk in the office. And I find myself like a pretty tall person. I'm 5'9", but I stand next to one and I'm like, holy shit, these things are tall. Like you, I imagine growing plants in it and I'm like, damn, these plants will get pretty damn high. But, um, and then two, our, our, our tents are really strong in the sense where you can hang really heavy LED light equipment from it and you won't have the issue of it, your tent collapsing or breaking in on you and ultimately ruining your entire grow. Well, so on if the you website, to, yeah, yeah, go on the website. Country, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, go on the website, like you're saying right now, if you have a second and check out the banner on our homepage. It's this infamous photo of the three growers who to today, I still, they work in the offices. I see them. They're awesome guys. Shout out to you guys. Um, it's a picture of the three original growers hanging from one tent. And now I'm not going to out these guys and their weights on Instagram live because <laughs> that's not my business. But I will say these are full grown men, three of them hanging from the inside of our tent. And there's our tent's fine. It's just standing up straight. There's nothing wrong. With it. It's not <clears throat> collapsing. So if it can hold three grown men, I'm pretty sure it can hold whatever grow equipment you have. So um, yeah, and then I'd really like to stress the fact that it's three. It's not just one person, like other tents. I've seen other tents do one person, but this one, there's three people hanging off of it. Well, yeah, and these, I can these tell are you that too. after I saw that picture and I, and I got my four by eight in, I did do pull-ups inside of mine just to see if it was real. <laughs> yeah, I kind of like to call it the gorilla <laughs> grow challenge. I went into a tent too, and I was like, all right, let me see. Let's, let's see how, how this holds up. And I hung on too and i was i was skeptical but i could do it so i mean if you guys can do it if they can do it anybody can do it on me but yeah we can get it so. we can get a quick look at it boom right there there they are <laughs> okay now um okay so they it's bringing you on to the team was a big move for gorilla obviously that means that they have some some new plans or, you know, maybe some stuff coming down the chute for 2021, the end of 2021 and the beginning of 2022. Do you want to tell us what you might have planned? Yeah, we have some, uh, some ideas growing in the grow lab, shall I say. Um, I can't out them all because they are kind of in the DL. But what I can say, we have a really exciting project coming up um, in this upcoming year. Um, and we are really, really excited to uh, talk about it later on. I can't really talk about it now, but uh, love that. come at the end of the year. Keep uh, us wanting more. Yeah, you know, I just want to feed you guys breadcrumbs. I can't, I can't give you the entire thing, but yeah, we have some excited things going on, um, some partnerships. We are growing our brand ambassador, so we're welcoming on Elo growers and everybody. But yeah, we have some exciting things. I everybody just stay tuned and yeah, follow Go Grow and Grow Tents because I'm behind the account. <laughs> That's right. Nice. Now. Um... What I was going to say is, speaking of exciting announcements, would you like to talk about what we wanted to tell everybody today? I Okay, if there's one thing I can announce to you guys, it is that um, we have partnered with uh, the Autoflower class, and we are excited to give away a 4x4 four four tent of ours to a lucky grower. So, uh, so that has yeah. been given. So cool. 
Yeah, so just for, for a little more um, information for you guys, that's going to go into the grand prize at the end. So for those of you that know, um, or for those of you that don't know, uh, based on attendance, we do uh, a grand prize. Now, every week we do a weekly giveaway, and um, <clears throat> which your name goes onto a list, and then we save that list, and we will, com we will uh, look over the compod lists and, and tally up who's been here for 10 classes or more, and then you will be put into the enter or you will be put into the draw for the grand prize, which now, as Stephanie is saying, includes a four by four from Gorilla Grow Tent, which is extremely exciting. Yes, yeah, that's super been a exciting. big one. Super that's, excited uh, for you guys. Mm -hmm. I thank you so much from the bottom of our hearts. It's, uh, yeah, yeah, really humbling to get the involvement of companies such as yourself. So yeah, just thank you so much. No, we are. I'm sure the audience thanks you guys so much too. Yeah, this is something we tried to do. Uh, we were trying to work on last year uh, for the class, and uh, now that now that y'all came on and and have done this, this is this is so awesome. Yeah, yeah, it's a real game changer. That was really one of our one of our um, one of our goals at the beginning of the class when we first started this Firebuds and I. We said we want it to be free for the students, and we also want it to be. Um, to possibly set somebody up for a grow at the end. And the tent was a big, big obstacle it, that we didn't think was going to be such a large obstacle. And I think what we're trying to say is it's really awesome to have you on board uh, to be there now and to be playing point for Gorilla Grow and the community. No, thanks, guys. No, I, I really appreciate it, too, because this has been like my first venture, especially in this position. So I'm just really thankful that you guys were taking a chance on us and decided to have us on too. So I'm, I'm really appreciative of that and us working together. So super uh, jazz, yeah. super jazz. Okay. So now I'm curious if there's anything else you wanted to uh, add before we, we say goodbye. Um, yeah. Like if there's anything else about the tents, um, anything you want to tell our audience uh, to look out for or anything like that. Yeah, of course. Um, yeah, one last thing. Uh, like I said before, and like what I mentioned before, I'm Stephanie, I'm the social media manager. So what that means is I stand behind this account. I nurture this account. I care for this account. I'm here. I'm in the DMs. If you need me, if you have a question about anything whatsoever, you can reach out in the DMs and I'll be there. That goes as far as saying our grow team and our customer service team is just above and beyond our if you need help or if you have a question during your grow and you're like i need an answer asap you literally can call us and our grow support team will be on the other end of the line you don't want to call us and you want to email us you can email us and somebody's going to be there to answer your question like i said like this company is was brought upon by growers for growers and i i mean i think too we don't see growers who order our tents as customers. We literally see them as growers. So when I'm conversing with you guys, like I just see everybody as a person, a grower, and that's just how we kind of take that motto and with our customer service. So don't hesitate to reach out. I don't bite. So <laughs> don't hesitate to drop me a line if you have a question, a comment, or if you just want to say, hey, Steph, what's up? Like, I'll be there. <laughs> I want to add one last thing before we say goodbye, and that's right up here. If you click on, on those letters there, you'll be able to follow Gorilla Grow and Firebuds. So you just hit that, hit that little arrow and boom, you're gonna see Gorilla Grow Tent and Firebuds 101 and you can hit the follow button. And so you can make sure to catch what Gorilla's got coming down the pipes. Super exciting. 
thank you so much for coming on, Stephanie. I really you appreciate guys. your time. And I know it's your end of the day. So yeah, just quick and sweet, really awesome. Um, and yeah, we can, we can say goodbye if you're into that. Yeah, of course. I appreciate you guys having me. And like I said, don't hesitate to reach out and say hi. I hope everybody Actually, has a killer rest of your day. I do want to quickly, one more, one thing is Firebuds. Did you have anything you wanted to add? I kind of left you out there. No, I, um, I just know now that she's inviting everybody to, uh, to come talk to her in a DM, she will get a lot of a lot of questions. <laughs> I'm pretty sure um, because you know, like for a lot of growers, um, investing in a in a really good durable tent like Gorilla Grow Tent is 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 exactly that. It's an investment. You know, mm -hmm. it's it's mm -hmm. it's a house for for our flowers, and uh, so to to have somebody um, to talk to that can get to the questions really fast, such as yourself. Um, that's that's an awesome thing, and we appreciate that change. advice. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Really great swing in the right direction. Thank you so much for your time again, Stephanie. And actually, you know what? This is new. I've figured out how to remove guests, so you don't even have to press the X. So have Sweet. yourself a good day, Stephanie. Thank Grow you so Grow strong, much. everyone. See ya. That's right. Grow strong. <laughs> Cheers. Bye, guys. Thank you. Boom. Look at that. I figured it out, dog. What's up? You're showing your face. Yeah. Rare. What's up? Rare occasion. Look at you. How are you? Doing good. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Are we rapping for a sec? What's that? I said, are we rapping? You, you want to see my face too? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so fucking cool, man. Super rad to get Gorilla Girl in the, in the, in the, in the, um, in the live. Really excited yeah, about yeah. that. Definitely. <clears throat> now, um, should we move on to the class? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, sounds good. Shoot. So, right now we are, I'm 41 days from the day my seeds popped above the ground. Um, 44 days, uh, you know, since I put them in the dirt. And I know you're around the same, right? Yeah, same, same day. Yeah. And uh, right now, like, I've given these plants nutrients at a quarter strength, uh, what, one time now? And um, they've just been getting, you know, the, the microbial mass and, um, and water and calnesium from future harvest. Um, probably, I've, I've given them water since then. And I, I think probably the next time around, I'm going to give them another dose of nutrients. And uh, we're just rocking out. You see the plants are happy. They're praying. Hopefully everybody else's is, is looking great, too. Mine aren't. I, I honestly, man, the, it's the whole starting. If, I, if we do this class again, I either need to just grow in cocoa the way I know how. Mm -hmm. Or I need to buck up and just buy the, the fox farm regardless of whatever price it is and do it the way that you're teaching because I keep starting with different soil than what you're suggesting and it, 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 it ends me up here. This is what happened last class too, if you remember. Like I've just got lots of yeah. deficiencies, lots of stuff screwing around on me. They got really big though. I'm surprised. And yeah, they're still I mean, getting frosty, and they're still working their way through. So I might be able to guide them along towards the end here. But right, if we're talking about my grow, it's not very good. I will be the first to admit that. 
Yeah, you know, if, if, if you're going to grow in soil, you, you really need to start with a, a, a really good soil. And, you know, it's trial and error. When you when you when anybody first starts growing, um, that's why I recommend a, a certain uh, brands of soil, because it's soil that I've used. It's soil that I know is um, autoflower friendly, you could say. Yeah. Uh, soil yeah. that I know you can you can germinate the seed right into, and you're not going to get any burning from the get go. Um, so that's why I I recommend you know what I'm growing in right now is the Bio 365 uh, Bio All, and um, and I've have had great success in that. And if you can't get that in your area, try to get the the Fox Farm Happy Frog soil. Um, and if you can't get that. You know, and you're really not sure. Um, look up, you know, like a super soil. Like I know Daz Nidow has an awesome super soil. You can build your own super soil, um, and and build that, and you should have no issues at all. But it all starts, you know, with 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 good soil, uh, in, you know, in the pot when you're when you're going in soil. Word. Now I'll also say that this is like my third soil grow. Right. You know, like I, I once I, I that class after the class I went to cocoa last time, mm -hmm. and that was it was just it made sense to my lifestyle. Yeah. <clears throat> now, um, but yeah, nevertheless, I can't tell you how many um, people reach out to tell me the success they have. So it's not like it's the class's fault. It's definitely I can I can point it down to my my starting medium. I do want to say one thing before we continue on, though, is I definitely didn't do audience questions for Gorilla Grow. Yeah. I fucked up. Now, that being said, she did say her DMs are open. So if you guys have any questions, feel free to reach out to Stephanie, and I'm sure she'll be quick to respond. Um, yeah, I, I apologize, guys. That's my, that's my bad. I just went straight to the class. Anyhow, I didn't, I, didn't wanna, I didn't want to mention that because I didn't know if, if maybe Stephanie was on a, a time schedule or something. I but, just figured um, it was the end of her workday, and I was trying to be nice about it. But then I totally like was over considerate and didn't even consider the audience questions. So I just I fucked up. That was on me. Right. It's on me. Yeah, it's all good. So what we're looking at right now? This is the Blackberry Auto, and uh, it's it's getting frosty. Um, smells, smells like, uh, like, like, like brand new berries, you know what I'm saying? Berries that aren't fully ripe yet. Still got yes. that, that real fresh smell, berry smell to it. Really sweet smelling. So this is one of them. This is a mando fruit. This one's throwing, throwing out the purple out onto the sugar leaves, onto the fan leaves now. This is another blackberry. Now you see how this is this is growing right here. This is what I found in every every time I've grown the blackberry auto is is leaves doing like this. So that you know that pretty much leads me to believe that it's 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 in the genetics. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because every time I've grown blackberry it, it does this with the leaves. I got it with each and every one of mine too. You're talking about that? Yeah, like the leaves will grow crazy and, and funky looking, and it's just yeah. the genetics of the plant. This is another mando fruit. It's not throwing out 
as much purple out onto the sugar leaves as the other one, but the purple's still in there. I do see a comment here that I want to address, and it says uh, it's basically something about Gorilla Grow not replying. It's from um, it's from New Standard Labs. Uh, a big point of that that getting Gorilla on was to let the community know that there is a new person handling their social media. So if you try again, you might get a response this time. <clears throat> yeah, and and I can attest to the fact that uh, prior to Prior to COVID, um, you know, my conversations with Gorilla Grow Tent were great. You know, I had plenty of success uh, contacting them and talking with them. But then once COVID hit, um, a lot of them started beginning to, you know, work from home. And, you know, the whole world was figuring out the COVID thing. You know what I'm saying? So, um, but now that they've got somebody in there and she, like she said, uh, you can hit her in the DMs. Um, you know, it sounds like they're they're stepping stepping the game back up and uh will be available uh, more now, so which is a great thing. Yeah, definitely. I know that I didn't get a response until I tried once Stephanie was hired. So I now wow. got a response and look at where we're at. So got them on yeah, the yeah, team, got or got yeah, them on the sponsor yeah. team and then oh hey, that's one thing that we haven't done yet. Let's quickly shout to the sponsors and guys so don't forget to follow these these sponsors because at the very end, if you end up winning the grand prize and you're not following, you're not gonna get your you're not gonna get the prize. And so um first and foremost, we got the two titled sponsors as uh Dynomyco and TMB underscore naturals. And then we got Future Harvest Trim Bag Honor Grow, and that's Honor H O N O R, no U. <clears throat> and then Firebuds Genetics, we got Microbial Mass, which has also changed their name. I'm noticing Instagram names are changing quite a bit because of all of the terms and services, but now it's M I I M H O R T, Mim Hort. So at Mim Hort, and then at FDI underscore lighting. And that's my four. Sweet. Yeah. So huge shouts to those guys. Each and every single one of them has put into the grand prize and then some of which also give away cmb and dynamico give us away our weekly giveaways so um yeah huge shouts to them and all they've done for for us hey guys today i want to give a shout out to one of our title sponsors dynamico dynamico increases yields and improves roots and plant nutrient uptake Dynomyco effectively inoculates plants with vigorous endomycorrhizal fungi. Mycorrhizae improves plant nutrient uptake, which translates to healthier, more resilient plants, higher quality, and higher yields. So everybody go give Dynomyco a follow at Dynomyco. Cheers. And so, so with this week, where are we? We've given them nutrients once, correct? Mm -hmm. Once, maybe that's what you were saying. Once, and I'm I'm gonna give him uh, nutrients again tomorrow. Perfect. Yeah, and so tomorrow I'm I'm gonna give him a little more of a uh, of the super B again, because you know it. Like like I said in last week's class, um, once you hit flower, autoflowers tend to go phosphorus deficient. 
So with that being said, I'm going to be adding the Super B from B. Jarvis Nutrients because it has a higher phosphorus level in in it, and that's that's why I'm going to be adding that to you know the the simple um, you know three part, or if you're using the three part, or if you're using the Easy Bloom, I'm going to be adding the Super B along with that, just just to boost the phosphorus levels up and uh, keep the plants happy, keep them from going deficient. So you gotta really keep an eye on that. Do you want to remind everybody your your feed schedule? Yeah. So when when I feed, I, I do a, I do a, a a feed water feed schedule. So I don't I don't do a, a, a feed water water. I do a feed water feed because I'm only given a quarter strength nutrients at a time. Every time I feed, I'm only giving them a quarter strength nutrients. So that's that's why I, I'm I'm on that schedule, and plus autoflowers they don't, you know they especially in soil and in a good soil that's that's providing them a lot of the nutrients that they're getting, um, you know you don't want to overdo it with with the uh, nutrients because you can burn autoflowers really quick. So whenever you go to give them their first dose of nutrients, remember start small, start at a quarter strength, see how they like it. If some cultivars can handle. You know more nutrients but start small with autos because you don't you know once once you mess up too much uh you know that's it's pretty much it you know yeah i'm feeling that now um okay so has your humidity changed at all yeah now that we're in flower you know i'm keeping my humidity down around 50 percent um uh, you know, a lot of people will rock their humidity, you know, higher than that, up to 60, 62. But I, I like to stay at 50, like 50, under 55, definitely. That's because I don't ever want to have to deal with bud rot or, or you know, or, uh, you know, mildew, powdery mildew, anything like that. And I've never had an issue growing at, at 50%. Plants like it. I've grown nice, huge, dense buds. You know, at fifty percent in flower, so that's what I recommend, especially for the new grower. Now, um, okay, perfect. So that's right oh. where I've been sitting for the last week. And I'm going to increase my lights as well. That's I'm going to increase. I'm going to increase my lighting. I'm going to turn it up. Uh, you know, another ten percent. So I'm going to be sitting at around seventy percent on my lights. I have two photon tag. 465 watt LED sitting in here and I'm about two and a half feet above the canopy right now and uh, I'm going to turn them up to 70% and rock out you can see right now they're loving the light that they're getting they're praying they're not showing any any signs of uh, of bleaching or anything like that of the leaves so I'm going to turn it up and, and uh, just let them have it man Badass. Now, we did our TMB bottles last week, if I remember correctly. I wrote it down, but that's we did that last week, right? Yes. Or the week before? Yes, I think it was last week. I think it was last yeah. week. We didn't, we didn't really talk about it, but I, I believe it was last week. Yeah, we talked about it the week before, saying we're going to need to change it next yeah. week. And, and if I remember correctly. Anyways, you're going to – I yeah. Don't forget to change your bottle. Also, don't forget to shake it every day. 
Um, what else is there? There's light, CO2. I did do to my plants today um, is the very bottom fan leaves, you know, the, the, off, off, coming off that first node. I, I went ahead and pulled those off because they started hanging down and drooping and wanted to, you know, touch the soil in the pot. And yeah. so I went ahead and removed those. And it's like I said, you don't you don't want your vegetation touching the soil, um, you know, hanging down there in soil. Um, you know, one, it, it can cause issues. Like if you do get pests, it's like a stairway right to the rest of your plant. Um, you also don't want it in the soil because you don't want it to start rotting and you know, creating that mold problem. Uh, so, so yeah, so that's why I took them off. And then is there anything you've been doing for IPM? IPM, yeah, once, you know, once, once a week, like right now we're in flower. So right now, the only thing that, that I will do if I'm doing IPM is, is, you know, I'll root, root, root drench with the SNS 203. Um, and, and that's basically putting it into your water. When I'm going to go water these plants, putting the SNS-203 into the water and drenching the roots. And you can do that with with so many other, uh, you know, like I, I'm not sure if you can do it with Dr. Zymes or, or, or Lost Coast because I haven't looked into it. But SNS-203 is like my go-to for the root drench because I've had so much success for, with it, you know. So that's what I use. Um, you don't want to, like, this far in the flower, especially like when you're like, yeah, buds like that going, you don't want to be spraying those, you know, even though some brands say hey, it's safe and this and that, and you can spray during flower, like, but trust me, you don't want to be spraying no. uh, anything on your, on your flower. You know, it's just, you're smoking that, you know, or you're, you're, you're using it for extractions or whatever. And okay, it's just, especially taking it to extraction. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you definitely don't want to be doing any kind of neem oil like that. It, you know, because no. that would definitely jack the butts up. Right now, um, the best thing you can do is root drench, or um, if you do, you know, start finding some bugs and stuff. Um, you know, looking to getting some predatorial uh, mites. You'll have to wash your buds at the end because. Whether it's bad mites or, or or good mites, it's still bugs, right? And it, they're still going to be in your bud depending on the size of them. So you know you're you're going to end up washing your buds either way at the end, whether or not you you get rid of the bad ones because you're still going to have the good ones. Um, so the best thing you can do, and I recommend, is root drench at this point. Perfect. Yeah, starting with those predatory mites in veg is great because then you can head anything off early. But then you don't want to be adding any as you right. as you're and, and I mean if, if you're maintaining your IPM schedule, like if you're going in once a week in veg and you're treating your plants, you know, your chances of having bugs, you know you know once you come in a flower or you know way way low if you're staying on top of things that's yeah. why we are preaching that you know from the beginning of class so mm -hmm. yeah okay um we've, we've covered humidity light co2 and nutrients so that's that's everything that we need to go over for this week's plant or for this week's 
regimen. Yeah, and and just keep remember keep going back. You know, we have the plant pulled apart. We've got it, you know, trained out right now. Remember, if you if it, if everything starts closing back up, you can always go back and and adjust your your ties and and pull that plant back out and to where light gets in. You know, go back check all your fan leaves. If you got families that are covering up, you know, bud sites, um, you know, tuck them in if you can. Um, if you got one or two here and there that's covering up bud sites, go ahead and and uh, and and pull that fan leaf if you can't get it tucked. It's fine. Um, and if you got a plant that's just real has a whole lot of vegetation and it's thriving, um, for a new for a beginner grower, I don't recommend a whole lot of defoliating because sometimes a new grower can go over the top when they research it, you know, and it starts talking about leaf stripping and they strip everything off, you know, and and end up stunting. So what I recommend is if if you do need to take some some vegetation off, do it systematically at this point. If you're a new grower, do it systematically. Take two or three leaves off here today, you know, tomorrow take a couple more off if they're covering up bud sites. But don't go through and, and just leaf strip. You know what I'm saying? Totally. That's that makes a lot of sense. You don't want to shock it. Yeah. We've gotten okay. this far and we don't we don't want to ruin what we've got going already yeah and dwc thickums you do have to defoliate and and you can because the plant's thriving and growing so fast in dwc but we're in soil and here it's a whole different different ball game would you like to um would you like to move on to questions from the audience yeah sure let's take some questions Okay, so first one's from Flora Farm, Autoflower 2021 Cup winner. Uh, will you hit 100% power on your lights before the finish? Um, I'm pretty sure I I could run these at 100% with no with no problem in here. Um, I don't, I don't see why. AC I, exhaust I and yeah, because I mean this room is tricked out. You know, I got my my inline up. It, it's going to stay at temp here, you know, where I've got it set. And so, you know, I got AC pumping into this room. I've got my CO2. You know, that makes a, that makes a big difference, too, in, in how high you can turn your light up. So we're running CO2. Um, I don't see any issue with, with staying where my lights are right now at two and a half and, and turning them all the way up because the plants are taking it right now at, at 60%. I'm gonna turn them up to seventy percent and see how they like that. But I might hit them. I might hit a hundred. We'll see. Okay. So, how are you liking the honor parts pots compared to the fabric pots as last year? I like I like the honor pots. Um, they're a lot thicker than your typical fabric pot. Um, the material that they're made out of is very durable and washable. Um, you can actually pressure wash these pots. That's what I like about them too. Cause you know, like even with your fabric pots, you get all kinds of stuff in them and, um, and, and like stick to them. And so like what I was doing with fabric pots is I was, I run down to the laundry mat that has those 
huge, huge, you know, commercial washers. And uh, I run in there, sneak in there, and I throw all my fabric pots in there and wash them in, in one of those big commercial washers. Screw their washing machine up, right? Not mine. Um, <laughs> but with these, you know, I've seen people pressure wash them. Um, that's that's what I plan on doing. I have a small pressure washer, so I'll be pressure washing these things. And uh, I've done my research on the material that they're using to make these pots, and it's, you know, it's very durable. I'm liking it, too, because... Um, you know, you would think with a woven pot like this that, you know, you pour, you'd pour water in and, and the water would just run right out of the sides and it doesn't. It actually retains the water better than a fabric pot, in my opinion. Because with fabric pots, say if my, my soil is really dry on top and, and I pour, say, like a 44-ounce cup of water in, like with my fabric pots, a lot of times the water would just run right through the fabric and down the side of the pot and into the tray. And then with these pots, you know, they're really holding that water in when I'm when I'm watering. Yeah. And like I said, this is this is my first grow with the honor pots. And so I'm kind of like testing things out at the same time. But so far, I love them. I love them. And uh, I'm, I'm really impressed by how durable they're built. I'll be honest. These are the first pots I've kept. So otherwise, I've I've either just ended up like tearing the the fabric pot, trying to get the root ball out, or et cetera, et cetera, and I've had to get new ones. So these are the first ones that I've actually successfully washed, because <laughs> I have another round from before. I have, yeah, I have like three gallons as well. Yeah, you could actually take a scrub brush to these and scrub them if you chose Fucking to. Fucking right, you know, I'll vacuum the size of them too. I'll, like yeah. as I'm vacuuming out my 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 tray, I'll vacuum the size of them to get anything that's on the outside. Keep them yep. clean as I go. Um, awesome, that was a good question, Thickums. Okay, so next question is from Mac Attack Garden Gardens. He's a, also a new member of the Patreon. Shuts. Um, okay, well, what plant is in the middle of Jesse B's tent? He's asking about this one, ah. which is which is a plant. It's a photo period. I'm trying to re-veg. It's the only space I have that's uh, not flowering photos. So it's 24 hours of light, and I would like to save this to try and clone it later. So it's uh, buttermilk biscuits. It's on my feed. Yeah, that was an awesome photo grow, by the way. Thanks, man. It's still popping off. I still got lots in there. Okay, Sweet. so um, it's from Ganja Gardens. Ganja Zen Gardens. If I can't pump AC into my tent, how else can I control the temperature? With an inline exhaust fan. Um, if you got an inline exhaust fan in your tent, you should be exhausting the hot air out and trying to get it out of the room that that you've got it in and sucking cool air, you know, from the bottom of the tent up and then have your, have your fans on. If you got led lights, have a fan hitting the top of those lights. It cools them down a lot. It, it's a game changer. If you got leds, try to put a fan that blowing across the driver and, and the light bars, or if you're using a, you know, board style light, Try to have a fan hitting the top of those. It cuts down the heat um, that that driver and that those those boards or bars are putting out. 
perfect. That's what I do. I don't have an AC and I just exhaust. Would you say that having low humidity is better than having high temperatures? Would I say low humidity is better than having high temperatures? Because if you're if you're using your exhaust fan 100% of the time to fight temperatures, then you're probably going to be sucking out your humidity at the same time. <clears throat> yeah, you will be sucking it out at, at the same time. Unless you got, you know, like an AC infinity that's kicking on and, and only exhausting at a certain temperature, you know what I'm saying? You won't yep. have that that constant, you know, uh, that fan won't be on constantly, just constantly sucking out, you know, the humidity. Um, another thing you could do is, like, in my room up here, right, I've got my exhaust pumping out into my attic, it's pumping out into my attic. So it's totally leaving the room. And that's why I say, when I say try to get that exhaust out of the room, I mean out of the room that the tent is in. If you can do that, try to get it out of your window uh, if, you're, if your room has a window. But try to get it out best means possible. Another thing you can do is um, if you get the solid, uh, and it's kind of like a, um, the ducting that's like metal, it's like a metal ducting, it's a flexible metal ducting or aluminum or tin ducting. That will help. And if you get it longer, you know, to where it wraps around, like say the backside of your tent and then around, that tin will actually cool that air that's coming out of there. Um, because, you know, it's it conducts heat, right? And and so it will actually, you know, if you get it long enough, will actually cool that that warm air that's being blown out of the tent if you can't exhaust it completely out of the room. So yeah, do you remember Thickums brought up what I had going on last year where I had it like stringed out the fucking room and out the window across my hallway. It was like above the above the hallway and out the window, right? Do you remember that? Yeah. I had like 20-foot ducting and it was, yeah, I like stuck it up. Yeah, it was brutal. <laughs> anyways um get it out of the lung room is really the main important thing right yeah and somebody says well you lose cfm with with every bend that's why like coming like i have one bend on on my exhaust going up to my ceiling that's it coming out of your tent you should be going straight out of your tent and then you'll have the one 90 degree not 90 degree bend going down to the floor and then and if you want to run a, a long one, like I'm saying, you should have like another one. So it's really not going to hurt you as far as your your CFM, you know, like especially you don't want to make you want to try to make smooth bends. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, you don't you don't want to be making like you don't want like straight on 90 degree angles. You don't want to get anything like that. You want you want smooth bends. You know, because airflow, you know, it finds a path of least resistance. So it's it's gonna go. But try to try to create like smooth bends and not the bends so sharp. But they so you make don't want metal any restriction points. Yeah, you don't want restriction. They make metal um, ducting that's not that it's smooth all the way through and and will will bend. You know, just like the ducting I have in this room. I have it out in my garage. I use it so. Um, yeah, you can look for that. It's a little more expensive, but hey, you know. And and if you don't have everything dialed in in your room, you know you're gonna you're gonna be fighting as a new grower. That's 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 part of of learning. 
uh, is you're you're going to be fighting how do I get rid of the humidity? And then you're going to be doing, well, how I get rid of the heat? Well, how do I keep the humidity? And that's things that, you know, you have to dial in. Um, unless you have uh, a room that has AC basically built coming into the room, you know, it's, it's going to have, it's, you're going to have issues. You know, it, that's, that's the, that's the life of a grower. We're constantly fixing one thing to have to fix another thing. You know what I'm saying? Starting out. So. Mm-hmm. It's an ongoing project for sure. Yeah. And you just got to get it dialed in. Okay. So next question is from easy peasy 72. And they want to know how are the zippers on the gorilla grow tents? I can't personally attest to this. I, uh, I still have uh, mine is not. I have, I have two gorilla grow tents. I have a four by eight gorilla grow tent. And I have a two by four gorilla grow tent. Um, and the zippers are heavy duty. I've never had an issue with zippers and I'm in and out of my tents every day. Right. Mm-hmm. So I've seen, uh, I've had, I've had other tents prior to the gorilla grow tent. My zippers did not last that long at all. Um, and I, I'll, I'll say it, you know, Vivo Sun has the worst zippers on the market. <laughs> I'll put that out there. Uh, they do. So, um, but the, the Gorilla Grow tent, yeah, the zippers are, are heavy duty. I've never had an issue with the zipper. And they do come with a loop for the zipper as well. So you can actually use that. Okay. So next one is from Lawns626. After flushing and starting to hang, what would be the best environment for them? What's the best environment to dry your weed in? So I found the best uh, way to hang and, and, and dry is um, I've, got a, I've got a four by four tent. And I've got that tent to set, set up to where I, I push um, 40 to 44% humidity. And I've got a small oscillating fan on the bottom of the tent. And my temperature in there goes, ranges between 70 and 72 degrees. And I run that way for 10 days, 10 to 12 days. Um, some some, uh, some cultivars, the, the buds are denser. Yeah, so I might go a little bit longer, but that's what works for me. And again, I'm, I'm doing it at 40% to 44% humidity because I do not want to have to deal with bud rot. I do not have want to have to deal with mold anything like that i err on the side of caution and um that's why i run my temps and my humidity like i do when i drive and i have no issue i don't i don't get the hay smell i get fire every time and so that's what i do and i i also hang in the dark i don't have lights on in my room when i hang i hang in the dark um because you know like even though you cut a plant down you still got moisture in the plant. And I'm breaking down why I hang in the dark. You still have moisture in the plant. Um, the plant is still going to try to continue to grow, right? So if you have lights on, the leaves are still reaching, right, for the light, meaning your sugar leaves and everything like that are reaching for the light, which can cause you have a more fluffier bud than what you usually would, you know, would have with somebody that, that hangs in the dark. Yeah, I've done it. I've compared, and in the dark, I get the densest buds. 
you know, when I'm, when I'm hanging a dart versus when I hung with lights on. Dope. Okay. So I want to say to everybody, we have 10 minutes left and, and a few questions have built up. Um, so we're going to try and get through them quickly here. So it's not the zippers, it's the stitching around the zippers of the Gorilla Grow tents. Do you want to talk on that, touch on that quick? Um, the, the stitching around the, the zippers, I haven't had any stitching tear or anything like that. If that's what you're talking about, I've never had uh, anything tear. So if you, if you do have a Gorilla Grow tent and the stitching is actually tearing or something like that, you need to definitely be hitting, hitting them up and trying to get uh you know some warranty stuff done mm -hmm. okay so uh completely left field question uh r webs wants to know 43 wants to know what's your opinion on the my herbs now dryer <laughs> i think uh here if you want my personal opinion i'll tell you right now all right so <laughs> i think everything I think the My Herbs now has a place. Uh, is it? Is it? Do I think it has a place for the grower that wants a bag of pill and 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 the best smell and taste? No, I don't. I think the Herbs Now grower is great for somebody who needs their medicine fast, doesn't have time to wait and hang dry and cure properly um so yeah there it is i i think it has a place for the for the person that's all about meds and needs their medicine as fast as they can get it that's my opinion so it does have a place i just i i don't i don't prefer it um you know in a, in in the way i grow so yeah i sold mine okay how long do you keep your lst ties attached I keep them attached the whole time, all the way to the end of flower, because I'm because constantly adjusting them. And you've tied them in such a way that doesn't restrict growth. Like if the right. branch grows wide, wider than your loop, it's just going to stretch the loop. It's not going to, it's not going to restrict it and, and cut into it. Yeah, and, that's another reason and, why uh, you use these these specific ties. I do, you know, I do have herbs now, so, um, and I have used the herbs now more than just once i i use i've used it quite a bit just to see if i could perfect it and could simulate hang drying and um no i i haven't been able to achieve that no matter no matter what i do to change the environment and stuff like that and, you know so i i, I couldn't could afford to keep to experience. keep uh ruining my church Right. I, I couldn't figure out a place to put it that it works. I'm sure it works. I'm sure there's a way to get it cold enough and yada yada yada. But I, it just didn't end up working for me. I, I and I didn't have the plants to waste on it to figure it out. There's people who have used it and it worked for them first time, and those are the people that I think is perfect place for. You know what I mean? But it's also, you know, it, it's also your expectation. You know. I know what my buds look like when I hang dry, and I know how dense they are um, when I hang dry versus when I've used them in that. And, and like I said, I didn't just give up on it after the first couple of times. No, 
I did everything I could. I simulated the same environment um, as far as humidity and heat, uh, you know, and in the dark and everything. So it's not something I just did once again. I'm, I'm talking from experience here. You know, yes, it, they do work great to dry out mushrooms. Yeah, so and like, I, I'm not backing anybody's product. You know what I'm saying? I'm just telling you prof professionally and personally, um, my experiences with it um and yeah that that's and like i said it does have a place with people that need their meds fast i i i 100 believe that okay but let's go back to the lst you're using these wires these tie wires specifically because they won't cut into the the plants correct right and then you also you're looping it in such a way that if the plant grows it's just going to grow out of it yeah I, I i leave space i leave space like when i create that loop i leave i leave space around the branch so the, the branch can continue to expand get bigger you know it's not cutting into the branch and um and i leave them on the whole time because I guarantee you by the end of this week, I'm going to adjust my, my LS, you know, my, my branches again. Um, just because you can see like, like that branch right there, it was out and now it's starting to grow back up to the light. So I'm going to be going up here at the top and pulling that branch back out again, probably by the end of this week. Word. So keep them on, Somebody's keep them on. Go ahead. Somebody's asking when I hang dry is 70 75 too high i go with 70 i i, I hang dry at 70 degrees i try to stay stick at 70 but sometimes it'll fluctuate up to 72. and i get a full i get a full 10 days definitely i'd like to say that we got five minutes left if there's like one or two more questions anybody wants to throw in we can get to them and then otherwise, we will uh, stop the live here right away and get to the giveaway. All right. What do you think? I got no more questions on my end. It looks like no one. Yeah, boom. All right, man. Well, then, yeah, with that, we will uh, we'll say see you in a second. Okie dokie. Okay, we'll sounds good, everybody. We'll be right back to do. Oh, here's a question. How often do you change your carbon filter? It's a good question. Um, I like to say I change mine about once every six months, and it depends on the size and how dirty it actually is. Like, if you keep a clean room, you know, you, you shouldn't have a whole lot of buildup. You're always going to have, you know, like the net that covers the carbon filter. Um, you know, that's going to be sucking up a lot of things. What I do recommend is during that time, rotate your carbon filter. Rotate it, you know, because and, and a lot of cheaper carbon filters, that carbon will all settle down at the bottom. And and it, and it uh, wants to restrict flow for some reason. So if if you sit there and you rotate it, like I say, every grow, once you go to clean up your room and everything, rotate that carbon filter rotate it around to the other side yeah it'll help out perfect all right so now there's one last question that has popped up a few times oh 
uh, has been, what do you do with your leaves, your fan leaves, after you've set them off? Do you, do you reuse well, them Ms. for Fire any Buds, she, Yeah, Miss Firebuds is always making, like, uh, you know, it's, it's Hispanic, you know, in Spanish, agua fresca. So she's always making, like, strawberry water. and So she'll use the fan leaves. Um, she'll also, you, you know, wash them, keep them in the refrigerator, put them in her salads, stuff like that. So there's so many uses you can extract, um, you know, make teas with them. There's a lot of different things you can do with the family. A lot of, a lot of, uh, cooking can be done with them as well. Ooh, CBD, I read this said something dope. Yo, check this out. You can replace that white pad on the outside of your carbon filter. Uh, mm-hmm. with a hemp? Oh, never mind. I misread it. I thought she said there's hemp ones. And I was like, that's fucking dope. I just misread it. She said replacing it will help. And it's definitely right. That is... Yeah, uh, definitely. Yeah. And if so you got I, one that's reusable yeah. that you can wash, that works great, too. Always always yeah. clean the, that out, outer, you know, screen after every throw. Always clean it. It'll prolong the life of your fan and your filter yeah okay cool well with that guys um we will say goodbye for a quick sec and we'll come back and do the giveaway so if you were here during the live during the class you will be entered on the giveaway so yeah pop on back in we will see you in a sec cheers man well that concludes today's class everyone to catch these classes live make sure to hop over to the instagram and give us a follow at the Autoflower Show. Class is in session every Sunday at 10 a.m. PST for the duration of the crop. It would also mean the world to us if you could subscribe here on Spotify or whatever platform you're finding us on. And until next time, everybody, I'm Jesse B. Always baked, but never burnt. Cheers. Cheers.